But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Here we go again, friends. This is your Joshua Project podcast. How's it going, guys? Glad to be back. Hey, so uh, we are excited uh, for all the prayer requests that we got last month. Uh, We hope that you guys stick around to the end of the podcast and enjoy the prayers uh, that you hear from your brothers and sisters. Yeah, thank you for calling in and uh, taking part in that and letting us know how we can be praying for you. And let us, uh, through the Holy Spirit, pour into your life. So we encourage you to, once again, uh, put those uh, prayer requests forward onto the Joshua Project podcast line. And Sean, why don't you give us the number? 576. Okay. See, Uh, man, we've been doing this for how long now? How long? And and we should have these, like, tattooed on our foreheads or something. Uh, 567. How much easier could it get? Five, six, six seven. seven. That's the dyslexia coming through for you, brother. There you go. There you go. Five, six, seven, four, eight, two, zero, one, zero, seven. So for the non-dyslexics in the group, that's five, six, seven, four, eight, seven, zero, one, zero, seven. Okay, well, I'll just let you know what the number is because you got it wrong there again on the second <laughs> time. But you know what? This is what we used to do like back in the day. Oh, cut. Let's go back. Let's rewind. Uh, so this is going to take another extra 90 seconds. But you know what, man? We're just letting these guys in on our world. This is what it's like. This in is what it's like. Day-to-day friendship with one another. So, so it's really easy if you kind of like write it out on a piece of paper. It actually spells out Joshua 1 Verse seven. seven. So the number for the prayer hotline, just call. It's a recorded uh, uh, voice line, so you just leave a message. The number is 567-482-0107. So call in. We already know this. Prayer is our secret sauce, so uh, we look forward to those. And today we get to move on with our series, Sean, on living epistles yeah the first month we talked about the many books that would have been written if everything was recorded about jesus and and the idea that we become these extra books sean is really a neat idea that extra the fact that we become the continued uh story if you will that is continuously being written on how Uh, Jesus is continuing to impact the lives of countless thousands and millions across the globe. And that's you and me when we are obedient to his call. And then last, last podcast, we talked about living a life that's worthy of the gospel. What kind of good news are we spreading out there today? And so today, Sean, we're just taking a quick look into your witness, your story, and the fruits that we should see coming out of our story. Yeah. When others look at our lives that we live, what are the fruits that they see in our life, in our stories? Yeah. It was as we were talking about this as uh, getting ready and preparing, um, we were th- thinking about, so when somebody thinks about Sean or Bryce or 
John or who, you know who who uh, you name it. Um, we've got uh, who is it that you think of? What is it that uh, they ref, um, bring to mind when they're talking about you? Um, how are they describing you? So what, what's the thought that comes to mind? And I was thinking too, uh, even just a couple of years ago, Sean, like, man, I'm really going to work on gentleness this year. I'm mm-hmm. really going to work on self-control. And then you realize this isn't just one or the other. It's yeah. the fruits. Fruits, plural. plural. Yeah, plural. It's not just one fruit. There's a, as we listed off before, joy, peace, you know, self-control. You know, there's all sorts of fruits of the spirit, and each one uh, feeds into the next. And so we had talked about, I think it was the last podcast on ways that we can um use our conversation as a witness what is it that we choose to talk about we just mm-hmm. got back from a super bowl party just about everybody you know whether they were watching the game or not were present at a party and i love the fact how jesus ministry was kind of bookmarked with parties you look at yeah. the wedding feast and then you look at the bride and the bridegroom absolutely both parties and so what kind of witness let's say let's go back to sunday super sunday what kind of witness were you at the super bowl party mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting as i was in discussion with uh, one of my other brothers here this afternoon and he was saying that uh we are all a mouthpiece for someone right and I don't know if you guys have been, say, at a Super Bowl party or, or in a group of people and you, you're talking and you're having a conversation and you say something that is definitely either beyond your intellect or beyond your wisdom. And you're like, wow, that was definitely not for me. Uh, and do you claim that or the times when you say something and it's not edifying and it's cutting and it's not life giving do you own up to that too? I think we've all been in scenarios where you are finding you've been a mouthpiece for somebody. Wow, that's a great point, Sean. Yeah, because really, Sean, the words that we choose to use are either going to edify our story or they're going to discredit us. And if you find yourself in this camp, then maybe I'm speaking to you. But if you're the conspiracy theorist, if Mm -hmm. you're the doom and gloom guy and that's what your conversation is known of, uh, Sean, I just heard something this week. I was talking to a mentor of mine and he was telling me, I never knew about this. I laughed out loud and I'm going to laugh out loud telling you the story that there's this conspiracy theorist that Miss Obama is actually a transgender and she's the one that's running everything. Like, Yeah, really? Okay. I mean, Sean, if you're if you're a Christian and people know that you're a Christian and that is the story that you're out there talking about, you've immediately discredited yourself to 97% of the people that you're speaking with. So are the words you're using, or is your story edifying the story that Jesus is presenting, that Jesus wants to present through your story in the book of Tony, the book of Sean, what is it? Right, right. It's, it's, uh, I forget which psalm it is, but the, it's, it's the verse that there's the power of life and death is in the tongue. Are you choosing to speak life into somebody's life or are you speaking death? 
and it's uh, it's an amazing thought process when you I mean we've all been in conversations where you've been talking to a friend and they say something and that either makes you feel great or you feel diminished you you were cut to the heart because of what was said think about the words that you're saying and as Bryce was saying before is it life giving or is it life taking are you adding to your epistle or are you pushing people away from Christ? Yeah, so friends, as we go out this week, would you take time to think about your witness? And out of your witness, what is the story that is being written? How does that book of the living epistle of you look? Are people recognizing the fruits of the Spirit in your story? Or are they referring back to the doom and gloom that you've been prophesying about. So I encourage us as we go out this week to let's be filled with the fruits of the Spirit. Let's make a conscious effort, Sean, to look at to our lives and do a self-examine. Uh, I think it was uh, St. Ignatius, yes, Saint Ignatius. That's that, right. uh, that, that actually had a self-exam that, that he would encourage Christians to partake in. But would we look at ourselves, would we scrutinize ourselves to make sure that we are projecting the good news. Let that be our witness. Amen. Until next time, my friends. We love you. We love you.
And you know the circumference of the Earth? It's 24,900 miles, which means there's no place that our words cannot reach this Earth. It will go all the way around and back and then some. And so I think there's power in the spoken word. God spoke everything into existence through word. And I think, and I spend a lot of time praying in my head, and I want to get out of that. I want to get out of my head, and I want words to come out because words have power. So, hey, I just want to encourage everybody in that. Thank you for this opportunity. I love you guys. And uh, just may God be with all of you. Peace out. Later. This is Matt Hunter. Uh, call in to uh, do a prayer request and uh, ask for uh, the Holy Spirit to continue to work in me that I grow closer to Him and also that my wife and I would grow closer to each other in Christ and uh, also our kids would be uh, know and love the living love loving God and uh, and uh, prayer just uh, continue grace mercies on us in Jesus' name. Thank you.